I got to make sure not to look at the screen. Oh, hey, we're live. Hi. Hey, how you doing, Jeremy Hurt? Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for uh, joining the podcast again. Yeah, absolutely. What time is this now? Like the fifth? Fifth, fifth is it? Oh, boy, I don't even know. I should have looked. I was going to look because you've been on. You and another guy have been like going head to head. Oh, for I like. Get- the big be- since the beginning of the podcast i got competition huh? you have competition he might have been on more than you though <laughs> but right. but you're one of the most returned guests okay cool well i guess we, we have a good time talking then yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah no and uh i mean yeah it's always fun yeah um i wanted to see actually this this has to be like your sixth time on the podcast. I'm trying to think of all the like different pictures that I've had to take for like the, the, <laughs> <laughs> the thumbnails or whatever. <laughs> and there's the one where I was like pointing at my logo on the back of my shirt when I realized mm-hmm. I had a bald spot on the back of my head. <laughs> <laughs> like randomly down like low too. It was really weird. What do you think that that bald spot was from? It was like stress induced. Uh, it might have been. I think it was too. It might have been from like a helmet, like rubbing on that spot. Um, I thought, but then it didn't go away, and now I think it's just white. Mm. So <laughs> that's I, interesting. I, I haven't. I don't look at the back of my head very often, so <laughs> I'm not too concerned about it. <laughs> it's weird because um, I got bald spots when I was younger, and it was because of stress. Mm. and uh the doctor was like yeah you're, it's never gonna go away it's alopecia it's from mm. stress uh good luck yeah and it, as soon as i moved out of the situation i was in it grew back within three months really yeah fully back but then like a year ago out of nowhere for some reason like things are great and i started getting bald spots again hmm. i'm like what is this and then so i got bald spots and then i started developing great like a gray patch in my facial hair oh yeah and acne and I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> it's like and, aging and like reversing. At the yeah. Same time. <laughs> like what is what is happening here? So I ended up getting um, uh, going to like a dermatologist. They gave me some creams and then it just eventually went away and the, the bald spot filled in and I still have the gray patch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Those tend to stick around. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I was talking to my mom because like when my hair is longer, it's. It, I don't notice the grays as much until I get a haircut and then I see them all mm. on the floor. But like for some reason, when it's the hairs on my head, I don't see it like as prominent as it is, which is really weird. And my mom said the same thing. So like interesting. Yeah. I don't know if all the other gray haired people out there can, <laughs> can, <laughs> can confirm this, but like, yeah, that's uh, I, I, it seems black or browner when it's on my head. Do you think you would ever do like the Rogaine or like the dyeing of the hair or facial hair? Uh, I dyed my hair once, uh, like 10 years, no, not even 10 years ago. And it was like a black because I thought my hair was darker than it was. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, it looked really weird. Uh, so that was uh, my only attempt at that, and it was also called sapphire. Was the type of <laughs> dye, so I had like this blue tint to it. And then I earned myself the nickname Sapphire at work for a while. Too. <laughs> so I was like, I'll just stick with the with the natural, <laughs> whatever's going on. That's here. an interesting thing where like middle aged men dye their hair. Yeah, isn't it weird? It's yeah. Like, I mean, like dye it not not because they want like a cool color or something like that, but dye it for the purposes of trying to hide the the gray. Yeah, in. yeah. Um, most of the people I've talked to uh, tend to um, 
you know, like the the salt and pepper or whatever, the grays or like the women. Uh, yes. Yeah, women yeah. love that. There's definitely a, a good crowd of them that do. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it like shows. And I actually I think I like it, too, like and not not in the aspect where I'm attracted to it, but I think it shows like a sense of wisdom. Mm -hmm. uh, it makes you look a little bit more sophisticated. Yeah. Like I've been through some shit. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> life's been rough <laughs> it's, it's it's taught me a thing or two that's for sure <laughs> what's even more interesting though is when you see somebody who's young um like i work with this girl who's really young and she dyes her hair like gray like an old mm. like an old woman yeah like silver almost yeah uh the uh what's the name the the not dalmatians lady uh, oh that, yeah like streak or whatever yeah people like to do that one too cruella cruella yes yeah yeah it's yeah, it is it's interesting with the styles that uh, come and go and um they always seem to come back. Yeah. <laughs> like 30 years I think is like the the cycle of 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 fads. So I guess we should be on the 90s soon. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> um it's what's even funnier to me is the the words or the verbiage of younger people. Mm. Like I don't look at myself as like an old person. Sure. And like when I hired in at GM, I was the probably one of the youngest people that worked there mm -hmm. at the time. Yeah. And then 10 years later, um, now there's young people like like my the age I was when I went in there, 18, 19. <laughs> and they're saying these things. And I'm like, what are you even saying? <laughs> like, I can't even think of something. But uh, yeah, just like some of the slang words mm -hmm. it's like what does that even mean? yeah uh base was one that i was confused by I was what does like, that mean it, it, i think it's it means it's good it's based it's like <laughs> legit uh <laughs> see and then we got to take it back to like our language right like we got we got to translate it to the 90s language like it's legit you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> um because like i was thinking like like what I grew up with, with like hearing the word bass was like bass head and like crackhead. And you know? <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know what this word means, but, <laughs> but like language itself is, is really uh, fascinating actually to see the evolution of it and how words can become like the opposite of what they were meant to be when they were created. And like, just mm. there's all kinds of crazy things going on in language. Yeah. One of the ones I've heard is Riz. Oh, yeah, that's one. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> yeah. No, I had to look it up because there's there's a bunch of them that I heard. I actually kind of like some of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of them I do like. There's there's a, um, you know, a, 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 every generation. Yeah, I'm sure like our parents were like, what fucking cowabunga or, you know, like <laughs> what? Like, what are these words, you know, from the like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and wherever these words come from, I don't even know who I, I want to know who like started like a word, you know, some, it had to start somewhere, right? Like it's one of the new ones I should mm -hmm. say that have been added to the dictionary. Even now, like they are always updating the dictionary. So they definitely are, but it's more of like urban <laughs> now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. The words get me. I love it though. Yeah, it it is it it it, it adds a spice to life. <laughs> My son is obsessed with brah. Oh, brah! He's okay. like brah. He's always like brah, brah. I'm like bro, That's stop like, saying brah. <laughs> how he addresses everybody. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> like yeah, there's another one like that. That that the spelling of it is what gets me sometimes. Like there's like like. 
they started spelling like people started spelling uh i don't know like ion like mm. ion uh i don't know i don't know i don't know how it works out uh but like that took me a minute to figure out i'm like what this doesn't make any sense like <laughs> at all why are you talking about ions like ions. i don't even know like that's what it was like yeah i don't even know <laughs> but they spell it ion <laughs> what so yeah <laughs> that's that's even worse like then hearing it like like seeing it spelled out like is a trip <laughs> so wild yeah it's so wild because then i feel like i'm not in it anymore yeah i feel like i'm not in like the no i feel like uh i'm gonna have to like just i'll keep up updating my like slogan or whatever to like incorporate <laughs> the hip hip words <laughs> but i'll probably do it way like completely wrong and just become like a laughing stock that's yeah, okay. like, what's what what's with his grandpa yeah. <laughs> saying, saying these slang words <laughs> yeah. trying to be cool <laughs> what a, what a, yeah but then you but then you become like uh known for like you know like those cheesy commercials and stuff that people are known for that like they just you know they did it on purpose they had to have. there's no way like <laughs> they were mm. like oh, this is gonna I, I at least I hope so. That's what I hope for like humanity's sake. But you never know. They probably were like, this is, <laughs> this is the best thing we've ever made. <laughs> and it's like that mattress. There's like mattress commercial or something where they're all singing a song and it's just horrible. But it's but it's like it's like Sharknado. It's so horrible that it's like you want to watch it more. <laughs> Commercials are the most interesting thing for TV. It's like who comes up with these because a lot of them suck yeah a lot of them suck and it's like who came up with this idea right yeah like people sat around Something, a table and like yeah they, they form this idea of like hey we should do this yeah. and it's like yeah that's actually a good idea let's throw some money at it yeah <laughs> no, nobody was like uh i don't know this, this is really bad guy <laughs> not a single person <laughs> it's so crazy like I don't know. I've thought about doing a commercial for the podcast, like creating one myself. And I'm like, no, I don't know if I could see myself doing that. Yeah. Just every idea I've had. I'm like, I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be seen in that kind of light. There is a lot of uh, a lot of doubt, like when, when you're creating any anything really, you know, artistic like that or whatever. There's definitely a lot of doubts uh, that, that circles around. You had a lot of good commercials. I had a lot of good people around me to make <laughs> those. Uh, there was a lot of brainstorming too that went into them. Um, we did, uh, yeah, we would just usually like meet up at a, a restaurant or bar or something and uh, uh, just start talking and, and things would come out and, <laughs> you know, we'd work off of each other's ideas and stuff like that and uh, and eventually, you know, come up with something solid. Uh, but if it was just up to me, like, like they would have been horrible. <laughs> so, uh, and, you know, and then I got to like act, act in them as well, which was fun. Uh, uh, cause I didn't really have to try to, I didn't have to try to be anybody but myself. So, right. Right. Um, yeah. So that was fun. And we did, we won five Addies for our commercials. Whoa. Um, so it's like a local ish uh award show uh that they do for advertising and um uh, it's a lot of students from msu with their projects and stuff like that but then they have um other stuff we were like we were like far away from the norm of what was being like shown because they had uh the award show they had it at the N ngc ngc theater i think oh yeah uh, ncg ncg yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and so we got to watch Amala on the big screen, which was oh, fucking cool. cool. Like to see a whole theater of people like watching like what you worked on. Wow. Um, and we won three. We, we, we entered three commercials, all three won gold. Um, and then we won a judge's choice award. And then we won a, an award for like the most total points um, of all the wow. uh, entries. Yeah. That was that was that last year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometime it was. I think it was late last year. I know it was. It was cold. I remember wearing a jacket. <laughs> so that's how I judge my times now. It's like, did I have shorts on or a jacket? Or <laughs> it's so crazy. I mean, we were just talking about how quickly, like, it seemed like it was forever ago that you were on the podcast. Well, it seems like forever, but it also seems like it was just yesterday because you've done the podcast so much. But it's been over a year now. Yeah, and time has gone by so quickly at least for me mm -hmm. it's just flown by like christmas is like 27 or 22 3 21 Two. days something like that yeah i don't even know because it's december already <laughs> and <laughs> uh yeah every month that kept going like i'm like oh my god it's another month like closer to the end of the year just like what have i been doing like i i, I my days are full but then I look back and I'm like, what am I, what am I even doing with my time? <laughs> like, I feel like I accomplished nothing, but yet I'm always doing something. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it's shit, like, God, uh, it's, it's funny because we were on strike for six weeks. And during that six weeks, I just did podcasts mm. like crazy. Yeah. I was putting them out like crazy. And then I think that's, probably why i feel like it's already december like it's already mm. december because this was like around halloween it was october into november and uh yeah and then now it's like oh man it's thanksgiving went by and now it's christmas yeah oh yeah <laughs> and then the next week is new year <laughs> like, oh my gosh yeah uh what you want to drink a whiskey yeah sure uh what's uh this is, by the way this is the first time i've ever used this Oh, right on. Yeah. What's this? It's a AR-15 decanter. <laughs> There's American honey whiskey in it. Okay. How more right American on. can you get than an <laughs> AR-15 full of American honey whiskey? <laughs> oh, my God. That, that, that does it right there. <laughs> That's hilarious. Where did you get that at? Um, Online or something? <laughs> yeah, my wife bought it for me um, for my birthday. And okay. it has these bullets that look like they were shot into the glass. <laughs> oh, right on. Yeah. So... <laughs> Somebody put some time into that. That's for sure. It really did. <clears throat> yeah. So this is the first time I'm ever using this. Mm. And my wife's probably going to kill me for drinking at like one o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. Yeah. However, <laughs> go take a nap. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? How many episodes are you up to now? This is 175 or no, 173. Wow. So I have actually over 175 episodes. Uh huh. Um, I just need to release a couple. Okay, I was gonna say uh, I, I I was thinking about it before uh, I came over here, and I was thinking I was like he's got to be somewhere between one and two hundred because <clears throat> yeah. I, I know that you uh like were cranking them out for a while. So yeah, I mean my goal was to hit two hundred by the end of the year, but mm. I don't think I'm going to do that. Yeah, because I would have to kill myself in order to <laughs> in order to achieve that goal, and I don't I don't think I want to. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta balance the you know, everything, everything. Yeah. Yin and yang and all that shit. We, um, I do plan on hitting two, 200 by the three year mark, which is the end of January. So, oh, okay. Three years, three years, man. 
that that's crazy right there because i so i remember the first show like it was yesterday like that i was on yeah you know but it was three years ago three years ago because i was one of the one of your first kind of guests right yeah. like within the first dozen or something I you think. let's see here i will pull it up <clears throat> we have time yeah we got, <laughs> we got plenty of time uh yeah i know that like uh that i because I remember talking to you about like uh, 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 like like knowing people around town and stuff. And now you've met like all these people from all these different walks of life and yeah. gotten to talk to them. So that's got to be that's something that's always stuck with me when because uh, I, I believe that was our first episode. I was like, I felt like such an, an outsider. And yeah. I had mentioned that. And you're like, no, well, now you're on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> and so ever since then, that's always stuck with me. Nice. Yeah. But it's true because I mean, I've met so many people. I honestly probably have met a lot more people than most people yeah um oh, get to i meet. guarantee it yeah uh close like without you know uh, obviously there's some duplicates in there but like close to 170 you know people that like yeah you wouldn't have met yeah without doing this so. i'd say at least 150 people yeah i've probably met that's awesome yeah so you were episode 20 20 okay that was the very first time 20 yeah nice that was so like 150 episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> and that seems like, like I said, that seems like yesterday. It does. Like it does. Yeah. Yeah. I was terrible at talking then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> terrible at trying to like think of questions. Oh yeah. And I don't know, trying to fi just find my way. Yeah. And like, I think one of the harder parts of, of doing this uh, uh, is, knowing your guests and like how their flow is so you don't like interrupt them or you know i think the most important thing is to let them talk and then when they don't have something to say then you try to have something to say yeah that's what i try to do that's, that's good i've i don't really have guests on my show that's so. right you were doing the podcast and yeah. do you still do that yeah yep uh every tuesday night uh at 10 p.m uh but it's all on youtube and right? it's kind of like a mix show right like you have a couple different things going on and then you come in at a certain point right it's uh oh yeah so they've they've, they've, they've split those up now so like uh uh it'll be on its own like thread or own video or whatever um but yeah it's uh it's it's a show like that's about it's i feel like it's like seinfeld like it's about <laughs> nothing but like <laughs> that's the best kind of show yeah <laughs> it was it was supposed well it was originally like the concept was to be about poetry and songwriting which we still incorporate some of that stuff in there uh just like a lot of it though like tends to be like oh we're gonna play a song and then me and i have a co-host for it too and like we'll like go on like this five minute to ten minute rant about whatever and then i'm like oh shoot i got i was supposed to play a song and then we play a song and like <laughs> and it's it's on a, a a platform that is like all musicians mm. so like you know some of them get mad just play the fucking song already <laughs> like nah, this is how it goes man this is like the talk show on all the right out of all the music show like That's... you can listen to music on, on anybody's podcast there like we're, we're gonna talk about stuff that's the uh beautiful thing about podcasts is you literally can just do whatever you want yeah. like for anybody to say well that's not how a podcast should be or you should do this or you should have it this way you should like i don't know like it, <laughs> what it's it's your thing you can do whatever you want right i mean look at how many different kinds of shows there are out there like uh different concepts and and formats and 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 uh categories and you know just just there's, yeah there, there's, everything's covered so like why can't i do like whatever yeah and i think <laughs> that's know? what attracts people to that specific thing like sure. to that specific show 
yeah. that they like the way you do it or versus somebody else yeah yeah absolutely uh uh but so that's like i guess that's like the the trick is finding like your niche in that like world right right, right. yeah uh i i recently I, i've been like bringing this back and forth in the show because i forget about things a lot <laughs> and uh but I, it's called the wheel of poetry uh so it's literally a bike wheel and then uh, <laughs> I write different forms of poetry, like the name of it, and tape it to a piece of paper that tapes to the bike wheel. And then I spin it, and whatever it lands on, uh, me and my co-host have to write a poem in that form oh. during the show. <laughs> so, uh, and and I explain it to everybody and like how it's supposed to go and like how many syllables are supposed to be here and there and what the rhyme scheme is and all that stuff. So it's, it gets, we have a little bit of an informative part in this show too. That's cool. Yeah. So how did you learn about poetry? Like what was the, like, did you take a course or did you just kind of get into it and start researching like how to write poems? uh so i took a creative writing class when i was young um and i i i have a few stories that i written when i was younger um and i i remember trying to write uh a book at one point or, or some kind of longer story and um it just it just wasn't like uh it wasn't it just didn't feel right i guess uh and uh then i started playing music and um working on like lyrics and stuff like that and that turned into like writing poems because i didn't have the people to put the music to it really mm. uh and then during covid i looked up i started looking up all these different forms of poetry because i was bored and i just wanted to like uh test myself i guess so there was a list of 100 forms of poetry on a site called uh, writer's digest oh okay um so i just started rifling through those um and then when i couldn't come up with ideas i put a post on facebook asking people for prompts uh so then i would just like take that prompt and like put it up with the next poem that was in line and just go down both those lists um so like i had fresh ideas and like new forms and stuff to write in and i thought it was gonna like limit my writing uh when you have like only so many syllables you can use and you have to do this rhyme scheme uh, but it actually um, it actually improved it like quite a bit, I think, uh, because when you only have like 20 syllables, you have to make everyone count. So there's no wasted space in there. Uh. So like when you're free writing, you know, you can just you can write pages of stuff, you know, and because there's no limitations and uh, it can you can put like fillers in there and just stuff that's not necessary. And, you know, things that you think might be good, but it's just, you know uh it's just it's just taking up space uh so when you're when you're forced to like work with this inside a smaller space you make sure everything is as good as it can be yeah yeah wow yeah <laughs> so so you started this during uh a couple of years before covid uh and then well i mean i started writing writing poetry uh probably or songs i'll say uh because that's what it started like in my I don't know. I, I wasn't young. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was probably in my mid 20s when I started taking it like like actually writing. Stuff. And you were doing this at the artist umbrella as well, too, right? Yeah. Do they are they even a thing anymore? They're something. They're I just something. don't I just don't know what really uh, they have. A, they, I think they have a storefront downtown now that they're getting ready to open. Really? Um. Yeah. Right across the street from that middle village. OK, uh, so I just yeah, I just I know that they haven't done any shows 
uh, since, uh, you know, since Brandon passed. Um, and I, I don't know, I don't know what their intentions are. I met with them like once or twice after, uh, uh, Brandon had passed and we kind of just talked and, uh, nothing really came out of it. So, uh, yeah. Who, who's in charge of it now? Do you know? I think, uh, Roxy and Allison are kind of okay. the ones manning the, whatever, whatever's going on right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But hopefully, hopefully they, uh, you know continue to do something to support the local artists and yeah it gives like uh, a sense of community for people who just want to be creative sure and display their their arts yep yep um yeah and then a lot of people you know came to find that that was like a second home or maybe even the first home for a lot of people you know those 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 events and those um uh you know pop-up things that they would do right yeah right. so so yeah, it's a shame, uh, you know, that, that that Brandon's not around to do it anymore. But hopefully, hopefully something comes of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually just had a, a memory pop up the other day that uh, it had been, I think, two years since Brandon was on the podcast. Mm. Which is crazy. It's crazy to me to think that I had somebody on the show that passed. Mm. But which is, you know, it's a sad thing for yeah. me because like, oof, that's like I spent time with that person. Right. Yeah. Yep um yeah it is it is weird like for me it usually comes like in in like at like random times too like uh i'll just i'll see somebody or hear something you know that reminds me of a person and then i'm like damn like <laughs> i'm not never gonna see that person again yeah uh so yeah it's 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 a crazy uh just the way that your brain tries to you know understand all that is yeah is, is interesting i had a, a friend uh that I, I actually went to school with him but we ended up working together uh a couple years ago uh, actually it was like 2017 i believe and we i would hang out with him like like well not really hang out with him but like hang out with him at work and stuff and mm -hmm. then we'd work out together in the gym every single day he, he worked in my team yeah and uh he ended up one day one night just shot himself mm. on accident mm. and it's like man like that's like how do you how does your brain even process that when you lose somebody like that yeah yeah that's 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 uh, this is crazy that is a rough one yeah it was uh yeah i don't know it was just it was it's it's hard to process when somebody's not supposed to go you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah yeah and but that like and at the same time though like we have to realize that like you know it's it's all of us are like that susceptible to to this being our last day or you know what i mean like yeah. it's it's kind of like you gotta that's you know like <laughs> I, I hate to use cliches and stuff but you know the whole live every day like it's your last and stuff like that is like it's it's true man like uh don't waste time yeah yeah no you shouldn't waste time i have a coworker we <laughs> this week oh this guy he's like he told me he asked god how um how he was going to die okay and because he wanted to know how he's going to die and god told him that uh or revealed to him that he was going to have his head chopped off oh shit and i'm like bro why would you want to know that wow <laughs> uh he didn't tell him what time like though he just didn't no. he just knows that's how like just how and i'm like so <laughs> i'm like so uh like all week long, every time I'd see him, I'm like, hey, it's good to see you in my neck of the woods. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was. Uh, like, he'd never go to another medieval festival or like no <laughs> around anywhere that there's, there's swords. A <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Oh man. I, I don't want to know how I'm going to die though. That's the thing. I, I, yeah, I don't, it's so there was a, a question that was, uh, that I heard that was like, there's three, there was three questions. I can't remember all three of them, but they were like, if you had to ask someone three questions to get to know them the best that you possibly could, what three questions would you ask them? Uh, and the first one was, um, if you had like, if you knew you were going to die in an hour and there was no way that you could make it to your friends or family or loved ones, uh, what would you do with that hour? Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Depends where I'm at. <laughs> A lot of people were like, and then it said like, then the, 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 the end of it was like, uh, that's how you should spend the first hour of every day that you wake up. Uh, so a lot of people were like, well, great. I already cry and shit when I wake up anyways, so. <laughs> I already cry and freak out for an hour anyways. <laughs> but, uh, a lot of people's were answers were, um, just, just to, just to lay down and look at the sky, uh, mm. regardless of what time it is, just, just, you know, watch the clouds or the stars or whatever. Uh, and just, yeah, just chill. Just be. Yeah. I think that's probably what I would do too. Unless I had access to an airplane, then I would go uh, parachute without a parachute. I <laughs> <laughs> just end it. <laughs> well, I mean, like, what a rush, right? Like, have you ever gone skydiving? No, I haven't. It is one of the most terrifying, <laughs> but relieving and calming things that you could possibly do. Hmm. So before going skydiving, I actually have a, I have a, a skydiving certificate. Okay. I, it was up there. I don't know where it went, but... Um, <laughs> I went skydiving a couple of years ago and uh, it was, it was scary because like your nerves are all worked up before you're going, you see people jumping out and you just kind of work yourself up. Yeah. And then you get in the plane, which is a tiny little rickety plane. That's <laughs> like driving across an airstrip that's on like a, a field. And so it's like, like, and then you finally take off and you feel the plane shake and you're like, am I in world war two? What is going on? Like what kind of airplane is this? And then they start, you know, strapping you in all that stuff in the airplane and then the moment when you're sitting on the edge looking down and you're like i'm going to jump out of this airplane is one of the most surreal moments of your life because two <sighs> things can happen yeah technically three things could happen i could just be like no i'm not doing this i'm going back in the plane yeah two we're doing this or three we're doing this and we're gonna die yeah like, yeah there's three things that could happen and so for me, like when I jumped out, I was I was scared at first. I'm like, this is a scary thing. We're falling. He's twirling like we're spinning, spiraling towards the earth. And finally, after we stopped doing that, um, we ju we're just floating. After the parachute went off, we're floating. And we're just it's one of the most calming, peaceful things. It's so quiet and just <laughs> it's it's wild. It's a wild experience. Yeah, I should be high into it. I can't. Like yeah. I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like just to yeah to experience like the world from like way up there like there's you know astronauts will tell you like when they've gone up into space like they just see the world in a completely different way yeah uh, and obviously you're not that high up but like still you get some of that serenity i suppose right um, well you realize that there's something to life that's bigger than you yeah yes yeah and you see that like it's just one thing right like it's it's the it's fucking planet earth. Like it's, yeah. it's, that's it. Like if there's no boundaries from where you or where you're looking at, you know, there's no, there's no lines. There's just the fucking the planet and nothing else matters. Yeah. Nothing else matters. Right. All the bullshit in life doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. Just your 
mortality at that point. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and in either way, like, you know, I don't I feel like I feel like a lot of people are afraid to die because they're going to have regrets. But like when you, I feel like when we're gone, it's just like that's, you know, you're not going to regret anything. <laughs> you're just going to be dead. You definitely won't regret anything. You won't be here to regret. <laughs> yeah. So like that, like instant, like if you're like, you know, parachuting or, or like in a freak accident or something like it's like I feel like the regrets would come like if you got like time when you like are in bed and like bedridden and stuff like that. And like then you got time to reflect and you're like, fuck, I should have done this or that. And like that's why i try not to live with no regrets, regrets. yeah regrets, regrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's 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 uh it's it's it takes a lot to 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 be able to do something like that because there's things like that that you may like uh like screw up right uh you know when none of us are perfect so like uh and, but then it's about like making sure that you make it right uh so you can like move on from it right uh that's at least that's what i've 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 found like if i want to live with no regrets like i got to take care of the shit that i fucked up <laughs> that, and that, that requires taking accountability for the things that you've done for the things in your own life mm -hmm. accountability is a giant thing it is it is because yeah it's a lot easier to just blame shit on other people you know yeah then then be like oh yeah i I fucked that up. I, I think I've gotten, I think I screwed up so many things. I've just gotten used to saying, yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but that's important. That's an important thing to like say and realize is that yeah. if you fuck something up, that you're the one who did it. Right. Not blame it on somebody else. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a, there's a, um, there's a, f it, it, there's a freeing feeling to admitting that you are the one that screwed up. If you did like, it's like because people like usually don't hold stuff against you like when you're honest mm -hmm. about it and stuff like that. It's like nobody's I, I I mean, I don't I can't think of a significant situation where I've been like, oh, yeah, that was my bad. I screwed up like uh, and someone was like, no, fuck you. Like, like you know, like didn't want to, you know, accept my apology or or uh, even like talk to me or anything after that. Usually people are pretty accepting. And but you also have to like make steps to not do that again too right so. well they can't hold you captive to the things that you had done they, they shouldn't they don't have any power over <laughs> you because you already admit to yourself that you messed up right yeah 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 the whole cleaning cleaning your side of the street you know right yeah, yeah. um but yeah i i feel like i feel like and plus when you like if when you're blaming other people you just got to keep it's like lying you know it's like getting caught in a lie where you just got to keep going and going and going <laughs> You get further and further from the truth and like the next thing you know like you don't even know what the truth was and it's just it's just it's just so much easier just to fucking you know come clean and deal with it absolutely <laughs> well cheers brother yes this is i don't know six seventh episode something like that oh that's so good that is good that is tasty that is so good it is uh the uh, American Honey by Wild Turkey. Mm. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey. Hmm. Not bad. They did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, also, I'm, I'm I I gotta bring up too. I'm bringing back the uh, the advertising. I remember I was on one of the shows. I think it was the last show I was on. Actually, I was talking about that. The the screen. Yeah, the digital uh, billboard. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, so like over the last year, I've had like so many things going on. Like I've tried, you know, I've, I had the pedicab that I was doing for a while. 
uh, trying to implement that. And like, I was trying to do the advertising and then sell advertising on the pedicab. And like, I just, I, 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 I spread myself way, like way too thin on everything. And, um, uh, in my eyes, I was like, well, it's all like the same kind of project. So it'll be easy to like incorporate everything together. But it was like running like five different businesses at once. Mm, and yeah, uh, I and understand. I, I couldn't give anything the attention that it needed to get it running like like it should. Like, like you know, if, if things were already going, it would probably be a lot easier just to, to like, you know, uh, keep everything manicured and upkeep. But like to get it off the ground all at the same time was like it just became too much for me. Um, and, uh, so I got rid of the pedicab, uh, that's like, I was leasing it from somebody anyway. So, um, uh, I just, I just, you know, gave it back to him. Uh, and, uh, I'm just, just like going to put all my focus on, on the delivery and the, the, the advertising. Well, more the advertising actually, um, because, uh, I had some people approach me about, they were interested in, um, in, in buying some ad space. And, uh, so I've been the last, uh, month or month and a half or so I've been researching traffic patterns and how many cars go through these intersections a day and, uh, figuring out like price points as far as like, uh, if you get, if there's this many ads on the screen and they play for this many seconds and in an eight hour day, how many plays is that? And then how many, how much does that cost per play? If it's, you know, $200 a month or whatever. And like. Yeah, <laughs> putting together a presentation, and I don't know shit about PowerPoint. Uh, <laughs> so thank God for AI. Like this is a great time for AI to be around because uh, it's, tell me it's, about like, it. Save my ass. Um, AI has. It's funny. I have I have coworkers that make fun of me because I use AI for a lot of things. I use ChatGPT for the podcast, creating descriptions. Um, I use it for just dumb things like. I like I'll ask it a dumb question. Mm-hmm. Like if I don't know an answer to something, like, hey, hey, what is this? What does yeah. this mean? And then it it'll completely explain it to you. And I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I use I use that. There's uh there's so many different like, there's AI, there's AI for literally everything. Yeah. Pictures, you can use it to like correct pictures. Like if somebody's not looking at the camera, mm. it can like change. <laughs> I wonder what it does for somebody who has like <laughs> like different eyes going different directions. Yeah. I wonder if it fixes that. Like, see eyes, so, yeah. <laughs> like Sam Bernstein. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. I wonder if it would correct it. I don't know. You might break the algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they got like they got they got plugins for uh for Google Docs and Google Sheets and slides and all that stuff. Like you just type in like the description of what you want and like uh all the information that you need and it puts it into the slides and puts graphics on there and everything oh, wow. dude it's insane. what is it it's google it's uh it's it's a it's a plugin for google you know how okay. they got like their little plugins yeah like, or whatever yeah so and it's uh it's through chat gpt okay uh and you just you just activate it when you open up like a new google slides or whatever and then it brings up a screen where you type in everything that you need and it, and it puts it all out there like it's insane. That's crazy. It, it's so crazy. Do you, what do you think? Where do you think this AI stuff is going? Do you think it's going to be good for humanity? I I I I, <laughs> I hope so. I, <laughs> I it it should be. Um, that's like you know what what uh, I think that's the purpose. Uh, you know the 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 hope behind it is that it's uh it's 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 moves us forward and um like 
I see artificial intelligence and like like robots and stuff like that, like 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 uh, taking over like jobs and stuff like that. I see it as like something so like that was supposed to happen. Like we we're supposed to build robots and like this stuff to take their jobs, so we didn't have to work them anymore. But we've gotten to this point where it's like it's such a it's such a um just a, a necessity to work to make money to pay bills right like that that like i don't know if we can get away from that ever um, i don't think we can get away from it but i think the way we look at like what would be a typical source of like employment like let's say for instance auto auto manufacturing yeah that might change right like obviously they might not they might not have the need for workers to put parts on a car they might have robots ai doing these things but you still need people to run and operate those systems. Sure. And so, and, and fix those systems when they crash because right. we have robots at work and I can tell you right now, they're not perfect <laughs> at all. They mess up all the time. Yeah. But humans don't mess up as much as they do sometimes. Yeah. And so you need people to be able to fix those things. Mm -hmm. And so I think, I think the way we look at the workforce is just going to evolve kind of like the way grocery stores have evolved with like cash, cash, you know, cashiers checking people out. Mm -hmm. Now you have people who are stocking shelves and more because you have more people ordering groceries online. Mm. You have people delivering groceries like it's just I think things are just going to kind of form. Sure, they're going to cut cut back on employees. I'm yeah, sure. yeah. It's, it definitely but, requires less employees. But, but I like, think yeah. I think it's just the dynamics of things will change. Mm -hmm. I think uh, uh, we're there's going to be new ways coming out to make money, too. And I think a lot of it's going to be online, uh, like doing surveys and stuff like that. Well, we've already seen that. I know. And it's becoming like a lot more prevalent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I do. I do. I have like a, a survey thing that I get emails from that like, so, you know, it's like a pre questionnaire for the survey. And if you pass that, then you get to and it pays like uh, I, like I haven't seen anything like under one hundred dollars. Whoa. Yeah. Like some of them are up to four hundred dollars for taking a survey. Now, you don't get accepted for everyone because a lot of them are looking for a specific demographic or whatever. Right. Uh, for their survey. But like it 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 it, it, it could it's a good side hustle, <laughs> like because it takes like almost no time. And uh, and you can get. Yeah. Then you just get this shit deposited onto a you know a card digitally and you're it's, done it's so crazy there, yeah and there's so many different ways you can make money online um i mean i think covid was a, a big thing for that yeah right? i mean making money digitally mm -hmm. yeah i mean there's 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 sites that because they so and that's what the, to tie it all together the way that they they give they, they can give people money and say they sell ad space on their on their games on their you know their apps and stuff like that and then they pay people that way uh so like it's all about advertising now i guess yeah like, no it really is uh everybody wants to get their name out there and get known and like you know you got to be noticed so many times before people even really pay attention to what you're doing uh so you have to advertise in so many different realms you know if it's like you know, uh, my billboard or, or, uh, online or, uh, on a bus or, you know, uh, a, a, a standalone billboard on the side of the highway. Like, what do you think is the most efficient way to advertise your business today? Um, either digital billboards or online are, um, probably the two best now. Um, I know that like the digital billboards, um, have like a, it, like it's like a 70% like re more retention rate than regular billboards. Um, and like, 
yeah, because your eyes gravitate towards the LC, like the LED, right? Or right. The, is it LED? Yes. LED lights. Yep. Yeah. 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 And like, uh, you know, even even with my like the backpack, it's you know two feet or whatever. Uh, it's not huge, but like, um, you know, we, and when you're driving down the road and someone sees it they're not going to like if they're if you're driving past a regular billboard nobody's going to be like oh look at that big ass thing on the side of the road you know <laughs> but like somebody's going to point that out to the rest of the people in the car which is going to make them go oh like you know it's going to bring more attention to it plus they're going to be like what's this asshole doing riding a bike in the road <laughs> <laughs> it's the middle of january yeah. <laughs> get a car <laughs> uh, right <laughs> uh <laughs> and then like yeah uh uh but yeah so it's all but whatever is bringing attention to the ads so um yeah it's 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 i think that those two are definitely just because like people are online so much now uh on their phones and stuff like that and uh uh and then then, then like yeah the the um the just the 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 mm, i don't know how to say it just the ability for a, a digital billboard to catch everyone's attention uh better than uh something static yeah absolutely did you see the uh interview with elon musk about uh the disney advertisement uh, uh, advertisement no but i can imagine how it went he uh he told them to go fuck themselves oh that was the one where he said that yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> they were asking him if uh if the company went bankrupt because advertisers pulled their advertisement funds um what would you think of that and he said, well, if they're going to blackmail me with money, they can go fuck themselves. Oh. Huh. And, uh, and then he said, Earth will know that these advertisers tank the company. Earth will know. <laughs> he's such a weirdo. God, like he's insane. I swear to God. I saw this thing that was like, it was, it put Elon Musk quotes next to Dwight Schrute. <laughs> it was like perfect. Like it sounded like something Dwight Schrute would say from the office. <laughs> but like, I don't know. The dude's like, you know, he's got money so he can put it wherever he wants. Like, I was like, God, like if I had like, a, a, like, you know, just money to just pick from like all day long, like there's no way I would fail as a, as an entrepreneur because I would just move on to the next thing and move on to the next thing. And like, eventually something's going to work. Right. You throw enough money at it. Uh, well, I mean, he, he owns like so many different, some of the top, I mean, obviously Tesla, one yeah. of the top which just lost what like 30 billion dollars or something Did recently they? yeah uh yeah i mean most of the auto industry lost a lot of money because <laughs> of the strikes well like this is like they're like people are seeing like maybe that electric isn't like the best like as as good as like people were pushing it um well no it's definitely not and that's something that i i'd like to talk about that because the auto industry I mean, that's something like the big three have been like hammering for the last few years is uh, EVs. We need to we need to yeah. focus on the EVs. I mean, they're bu they're building battery plants. There's a battery plant that they're building right next to our plant. Yeah, and like they want to put all their all their chips in one basket mm -hmm. or one eggs in one basket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it it seems that it's not sustainable, and I think they're starting to realize that. Mm. Ford and the CEO of GM, I think they've they've come out and said that. Yeah, um, I, I I don't know, like I haven't really heard much about like the the you know new like whatever they figured out. I know that like Toyota's uh, uh, CEO who stepped down as CEO, like because he was like fucking 
shit. <laughs> like he was just he was I don't know. He's still like the he's still like the president of the board or something though. But like um and the dude's a genius. Like when 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 imports were getting a bad name, he like he wrote he 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 let he increased the price of Toyotas. Uh so people wouldn't buy them because he wanted to get like his stuff like in in American uh plants or whatever or something like that. It was like it was like a move like I don't think anybody else would have made. Uh-huh. Um but like he's he's been saying for a long time too that like electric isn't like the only solution. Like he's right. not saying like that we we have to stick with uh fossil fuel burning vehicles yeah but like there's hydrogen yep. and there's other there's other ways to move away from uh from carbon uh um and and like you know i was i'm i'm like uh, i've been a big uh, uh you know <clears throat> um uh a fan of the electric uh revolution or whatever you want to call it um but i do believe that like it has its problems, right? Like it's nothing, nothing's perfect. Um, and, uh, um, uh, 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 as, as we start to learn more about these things, you know, with everything else, like science, you know, will tell you eventually like what, uh, what, what is the best way. So, um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, there's problems with the mining, um, and stuff like that for the lithium, uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, but like, I think the big, the big thing is, is like with the, you know, with the carbon footprint that we're leaving, like that has to be reduced somehow. Like to me, that's what I see. So did you see that the Toyota said that they were moving away from EVs? They were going to put more focus into get, uh, the combustional at combustion, combustion, combustion engine. Yeah. Yeah. So this is an article uh, from Reuters. It says Toyota. Oh, geez. Toyota looks to overhaul EV strategy as new CEO takes charge. Yeah. April sixth. Okay. After making, sw- I can't see. Hold on. I'm, I'm getting old, dude. I have to wear glasses now. <laughs> uh, all right. After making sweeping changes to its leadership team, Japan's Toyota Motor Company is looking to looking at a factory floor overhaul as it maps out a move to a new dedicated platform for battery electric vehicles for people familiar with this matter said Koji Sato Sato may confirm that new EV architecture is in the works at its first briefing as CEO on Friday. One of the people has said it, it was however, not immediate immediately clear as the Thursday evening as to whether the plan had been formally approved. They just announced it uh, not that long ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. This isn't. I don't think this is saying that. Yeah. Uh. But that's what I was talking about. Like how, like the CEO. You see, there's a new CEO. Yeah. 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 Like the the dude was like just (laughs) done with it, I guess. Uh. But like I said, he was he he made some moves that were, and like he he's been saying for a while that like this isn't because like yeah everybody's like you said <clears throat> putting all their eggs into one basket and uh, uh uh talking about you know all this crazy infrastructure change and uh things that need to happen uh and uh and need to happen fast um so to see that i mean that that re- that re- requires not only like changing uh a lot of things like the way of life as we know it uh but also the world working together <laughs> and like right. we've seen how <laughs> i don't actually i don't think we've seen how that like 
we've seen that 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 we can you know oppose each other quite well uh so i don't i don't see uh this like culmination of the um the world uh happening in in the next 20 years or whatever it's just crazy because um like general motor all, all the big three wanted to be completely ev by 2035 right and it's like that's not sustainable that's not even that's not even like that's not gonna work uh that's 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 coming up pretty quick <laughs> extremely quick yeah i think doesn't california is like talking about like no carbon emissions like as a it, law yeah. like 2040 or something like that i thought it was before then it might be yeah it might be as the 2035 as well um but yeah uh and california has always been like the progressive you know extremely uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> they also got you know people that have like jobs as professors and shit that live in their cars because they can't afford to live in that state so. it's so ridiculous to live there <clears throat> so expensive like could you imagine like going to a having to go to a job like every day and like not having a place to like call home <laughs> like that's like but you're but you're doing what you're supposed to do right it's just like everything's gone uh that's funny through the roof as far as like uh um oh man sorry i was trying to pull up this article but i got kicked out of it uh <laughs> kicked out of an article i did and what was funny is it, it's a gm article and a ford advertise uh, ad, ad popped up <laughs> and kicked me out nice <laughs> it says gm abandons goal of building four hundred thousand evs in north america by mid to uh 2024 yeah oh mid 2024 wow that is crazy probably because of the strike honestly yeah i mean we that put us back a lot yeah the strike yeah i mean we were supposed to have a, a launch of a new vehicle by the end of this year yeah and because of the strike and uh different things we um we're not launching it right away mm. well i have to say congratulations on that though like uh you guys got seems like it, you got most of what you wanted right or it was a good it was a good compromise whatever the yeah i mean result was i think that a lot of people so this is the thing it's impossible to make everybody happy sure um, and it's impossible to get everything that you want in a contract negotiation, mm -hmm. but you can, I mean, I feel like what we got wasn't bad. Um, the only thing I didn't like that we didn't get was work-life balance because I feel like we mm. work a lot and yeah. we're going to work a lot for the next four and a half years Yeah, with no little to no time off. Mm. And it's, that's the one thing I'm not happy about. <clears throat> I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to work every Saturday, nine, right, right. nine to 10 hour days plus some sometimes. Yeah. Should I remember my dad? worked and retired from Ford. And uh, I remember him coming home uh, some days to like sleep for like three hours and then going back to work. Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to read this article. Real quick. Hold on. <laughs> All right. All right. So it says GM abandons uh, goal of building 400,000 vehicles. Okay. So GM has announced that it's pulling back on its ambitions to build 400,000 EV units in North America by mid 2024 calendar year timeframe. However, the general, the general the general the general says it's still on track to hit its goal of reaching an annual ev production capacity of 1 million evs in north america by the end of 2025 that's a lot yeah general motors has also detailed delays in retooling the gm lake orion plant in michigan for production of the chevy silverado ev and gmc sierra ev all electric pickup trucks okay so they're just running behind on production which is what right. they're saying yeah so <laughs> that's probably due to this they're trip. not gonna put them all out like as early as they thought but they're gonna get them all out eventually yeah 
<clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think this is what I think. I think with the EVs, they I think it's a it's a good option to have, but you yeah. you can't just go all electric. Uh, it's, it's not sustainable. Right. Right. You can't just get rid of that option. I I, I agree. I think like and there's going to be carbon something for years and years and years and years and years to come because like we just can't get rid of it right now right. <laughs> like it's it's a necessity to to our our uh, uh you know way of of making things of, of surviving um, so do you know what's kind of funny is not really funny we should be concerned about is china is one of the leading product or one of the leaders in um fossil fuels mm -hmm. they've been building these um I'll see if I can find an article on that. They've been building like crazy these uh hold on. I'm sorry. <clears throat> sorry, everybody. Everybody's <laughs> listening. Yeah. Uh I'm sure they I'm sure they they wanted to know too. Yeah. It's, it's good information. China buffet. <laughs> <laughs> Go back. I need lunch. <laughs> China building. Um order some uh delivery real quick. Yeah, where's Red Bike at? Yeah. <laughs> when you need there. them, it's in there. <laughs> you just gotta Google it. I, I got I got my website up now too. Do you? Yep. I can't think of what I, what I wanted to type. Uh, uh, are they building like 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 more like fossil fuel burning factories? Yeah. <clears throat> fossil fuel subsidies companies. Uh, oh, two point two trillion. Okay. Um. There's a lot of big numbers right yeah. there. <laughs> Let's go to Rotors right here. <clears throat> okay, let me screen share this. We'll uh, check out your website in a second. Yeah, definitely. I started a Patreon too. Did you? <laughs> yeah. And I just figured like, you know, I might as well have all the options out there, you know, and I might use it as like for like a subscription kind of thing. Too. Yeah. Like if you subscribe to my Patreon for like five bucks a month, you get like a free delivery. Or oh, something. that's a good move. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a really good move. Okay. So this is Rotors. E EU governments were among those that have increased support for fossil fuels since Glasgow, mainly as a response to energy security concerns following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Here are some examples of how fossil fuels are subscribed around the world. China. China's total fossil fuel subsidies were the highest in the world at 2.2 trillion in 2022, amounting to 12.5% of the country's total G GDP, according to the IMF. Hmm. IMF, yeah. A lot of letters. Uh, the <laughs> the bulk of the subsidies are implicit, a category which include undercharging for environmental costs or forging tax revenues. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. They've been buying. Uh, let's see here, U.S. fossil fuel subsidies stretch across the U.S. tax code and makes detailing their costs complex. The IMF estimates they stood at seven hundred and sixty billion in twenty twenty two. That's crazy. Yeah, and like China's way above that. Way above. But it says up top, like China unveiled a new scheme earlier this month that pays coal-fired power plants not for the electricity they supply, but for making capacity ready and available to the grid when needed. Which is interesting, I think. Because they're going to probably sell it to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that does happen, right? Like there's like, uh, even like from state to state and stuff, isn't there like uh electricity sold to each other and stuff like that like we have if you have excess i suppose 
I don't know how all that shit works. I don't know how it works. I'm too dumb. <laughs> it's yeah. <laughs> it's there's a lot there's a lot to it. And like one of the problems with uh with like uh solar energy and stuff like that is like we haven't figured out how to store it yet too. So like anything extra just gets like burned off or whatever. Right. And uh, you have to have a lot of batteries too, right? I believe so. Yeah. Uh and then the, so like the batteries obviously uh need need to grow and and become like better than they are because like right now it's like you can add more power to something but the battery weighs so much that it actually takes away from the power by adding it which is like sounds weird but like yeah you you put more more weight on then you're putting power into it by adding the extra battery so you're actually taking away power by adding an extra battery that's interesting yeah. so my my brother i bought my brother a uh well he bought himself a an electric bike yeah and the battery to that thing is i mean you know they're heavy yeah it's really heavy yeah yeah yes they've gotten better but yeah they're they're good you know i don't know 10 pounds probably uh, uh and that's that's like mine's not even like a big one like i mean you look at those like like boat batteries oh yeah you know that are like batteries. yeah <laughs> those things are like 150 pounds some of them uh but like they'll run they'll run shit for a long time but uh and they're rechargeable um i think uh to like the this is like like so like uh you know when a when a when a tesla's battery is done for the tesla it's actually only burned through like 20 percent of its battery life well uh so there's still like a ton of battery life left in that it just can't be used at the level that the tesla needs it so like it can be used for other things it can be recycled and reused and, and stuff like that so there is like how do you recycle them oh there's 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 places you can take them to that do it uh i've tried i've looked them up online uh in, even in lansing there's like one or two places that you can take uh you know um dead uh or or so there's there's so see the thing is like there's like they're hardly ever dead. <laughs> like they, <laughs> they have like a lot of life left in them. It's just they can't power what they were powering before because they're they can't charge up that high. Anymore. So can they repurpose that battery somehow for something else that doesn't use as much ener energy? I'm I'm thinking so. Yeah, that's what I believe is 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 like the um you know the the purpose of that like is is to be able to like put them on like a laptop or cell phones or uh, something like yeah. that because you know these all run off uh lithium batteries yeah so um but yeah there's there's still a lot of life left in them when they're done with a tesla or whatever so this is your website yeah sure. so www.redbikedelivery.com <laughs> so did you create this website yourself uh no i had some help uh, I was I was involved in the process. I like that bike. That's sweet. Uh, that was the first. That was the first red bike. Oh, really? Yep. <clears throat> yeah, that's sweet looking. Uh, it was a Gravity HD was the name of it. Uh, I found it on one of those like bikes direct or whatever. I like okay. you like go on their website and it's just like blinking lights everywhere and like hundreds <laughs> of bikes in the middle. <laughs> and you're like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> uh, and yeah that was uh, also the first one to get stolen oh my gosh yeah you've had some really bad luck with that <laughs> yeah oh man uh yeah uh even that the one that i brought here today that cargo bike uh has been stolen twice twice yeah and i've gotten it back both times obviously um luckily uh 
um, the first time, like both times they were locked up. Um, the first time somebody cut through the lock, well, actually cut through my disc brake to take the lock off. Somebody hates you. I know, right? <laughs> they just, they just, man, they just don't want me to have anything nice. That's for sure. Um, um, but yeah, so like, this is the services, like, uh, uh, and then there's, uh, pricing and details of like what it is. It, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's not, uh, um, it's, it's kind of, what am I, what do I want to say? Like, it's just, it's just a basic, like, like more of a landing page kind of setup, Right. Right. Like, so at least people have a place to go to find out how to get a hold of me or like, um, so like, if you like, uh, do like the, uh, book now, it'll take you to a Calendly, my Calendly website. And then okay. you can like, you can, uh, uh, everything's broken up. Every day is broken up into half hour sections. So you can, uh, you can, uh, request a time to get a delivery. You know, if you're that type of person that, you know, plans ahead. Um, and if not, then you just, you know, hit me up and let me know what I got to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, at the time when we made it, the pedicab was part of the, um, the, the, uh, business model. Um, and I, and I might bring it back, uh, because the, the idea with that was I was going to pick people up on the pedicab and then take them grocery shopping and then bring them home with their groceries on the pedicab. Mm. so like people that lived in like you know within like a one mile radius of of meyer right um, would would uh i would go pick them up and, and stuff and then do that have you thought about doing like tours of lansing i have actually um i've been talking to some people that have had had some ideas about that and uh um uh it would be cool like the only problem is like uh i can take like two people you know so like it'd be cool for like a date you know kind of thing yeah uh but like it wouldn't be like you know one of those like ones that everybody pedals or whatever that like right. fit like 20 people stuff like that so uh, could you get one of those oh god i i don't even i, I don't even want to know how much <laughs> those things cost because the the pedicabs that fit two people are like five grand and up oh my gosh yeah like for a base model it's like stripped down to nothing basically no electric no canopy no like none of that stuff is five grand whoa yeah so it's 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 not cheap uh to get one of those um holy cow that's why i was leasing one from somebody <laughs> so uh um yeah and you can find them you can find them used, but they, they hold their value pretty well. So you're not going to get like uh, anything much cheaper. And then there's, you know, there's the insurance that you have to get and stuff like that, which is expensive. And um, just dealing with the city too on like permits and stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, like, are we cool or you <laughs> know, like, what are you going to be bothering me? Like, what do I need to do? Does like, Lansing have one of those, um, uh, one of those pedal pat pedal uh, what do you call those those big things where like 20 people can sit on yeah what are those like, called they do like the bar crawls and stuff yeah with them or something they have one i i know i've seen one um i don't know who owns it i don't know the name of the company or any of that stuff but i've seen it like sitting outside like the bars on michigan ave and stuff like that yeah uh so i know there's something around like that it's probably i think i feel like every time i see it there's like some like uh you know, like a uh, bridal shower or like, you right. know, like something like that right. going on. on yeah. There. If you go to like Nashville, the bridal showers, that that's all they do is they ride around in buses and those beer bike things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be, I'd love to see how they're set up and how they work, but 
because you know somebody's not going to be pedaling the whole time and then, <laughs> i won't be i'll be drinking <laughs> put in your work you're like the like viking that's not rowing <laughs> eventually you just get thrown off the ship <laughs> have you ever done that the rowing have you ever seen that no. here, here in lansing they have like the rowing teams that go down the grand river no, I, I haven't. No, I haven't seen that at all. That's pretty cool. I actually wanted to do it. Yeah. Yeah, because you can join like a class. Is it like one of those long ass boats? Yeah. Like the racing ones. Yeah. Hmm. It, yeah. There. It. That's a. That's a big workout. Like that's. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's exhausting. It's like one of the like three machines that they put in gyms. That yeah, rowing know, machine. Like rowing a bike and a treadmill. I used to have a, a trainer, and he would put me on the rowing machine, and I absolutely hated him for it. Yeah. I remember like he he would have me do these sprint sessions on the rowing machine, and I would be sprinting, mm. and then he and then you'd, you'd get like twenty seconds rest, and during that twenty seconds rest, I'd fall on the cement floor, and I'm just laying there, and he's like, "Come on, ten seconds, get up, get up, get up," and I'm like, "Oh." I hate you right now. <laughs> yeah, those twenty seconds go by so fast, so fast. <laughs> like, yeah, any break you get is just like over like that, and then you start going, and you're like, "This is never gonna end." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's I would, I would, I would, I'd be interested in checking that out. It sounds uh, uh, like cool. I would, I was one of my other business ideas that I haven't even like, like, like uh, tried to bring to fruition was to have so like like to have transportation between uh old town real town and uh downtown uh was to have like uh uh like gondola type things on the river like so, like they like take you down the river like two people or whatever and you know it's like like italy or venice or whatever oh, where yeah. they got the big boats and like yeah they're like singing and shit but you we don't have you don't have to sing <laughs> love, and shit. you don't have to sing love songs or whatever or like get like those big swan uh boats that you <laughs> with your feet like in the like tunnel of love and like stuff like that <laughs> like just to have like transportation between those areas i thought would be cool like to to, to utilize the, i feel like the river is like so underutilized the only problem with a river is isn't there like only one way you can go on the river mm, probably effectively because then you'd be going upstream <laughs> yes. and fighting yeah that would be difficult yes it, it would be but people do it i mean like the canoe trips go upstream um that because like where they rent them from at the lansing center uh you go like yeah you go upstream and then you come back really uh yeah oh so i i don't think it goes that fast I don't know. I've never been in it. Until I, you get to Old Town. It kind of stinks. You've never been in the Grand River? No. We did the canoeing thing once. We uh so the way we we did it, we rented it at the that place, the down by the Lansing Shuffle. Yeah. And then um they dropped us off at oh, at uh that might near be the insane. near LGR or the smoke stacks okay. near there. So they dropped us off there and it was like a I think it was like a two mile ride or something. Yeah. But it took like an hour and a half or something like that right yeah because well yeah it's like winding and all that shit yeah <laughs> that makes sense i see okay i was probably i'm probably wrong then because i assumed that you just rented them there and you took off from there no and then went I don't, upstream i mean maybe i don't down. know i don't know but i do know you like i've i've been other river um like similar you know setups uh like the tubing or whatever yeah uh, um in the uh, uh, phoenix actually like you go down i think it's the colorado river or something like that where it's slow it's not like rapids <laughs> and shit like that 
uh, and you tube and like Memorial Day is a huge like there's like helicopter like news helicopters out and there's like thousands of people on this river. It's insane. Wow. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. And they bust everybody. You go up there, you get a big ass black tube uh, and uh, then they bust everybody to a certain destination and you yeah you you load off you hop off there and, and and load into the river and uh just start floating and there's certain spots where you can stop and people cliff dive and do that's all cool. that stuff that's really yeah. cool yeah uh it's fun but like there's there's lots of spots where like the river's like it's like this deep literally yeah like, like inches and then you get stuck and you got to get out and <laughs> push it stuck and it like, happened to me in the grand river but it's also and it's also like where it goes the fastest, too. So like you're standing in there and like, it, you know, you might only be like like half your calf is covered, but it's pushing you. Forward <laughs> and you're trying to like get everything situated and like it can be a little it can be a little dangerous uh, that and like, you know, add, you know, the day drinking and stuff like that. And, and, and the best part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because you just take a bus back and, you know, you're good. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's, I didn't think about that. So, yeah, that's probably how they do it there. Uh, there's probably not much paddling upstream. So, I don't know if it's possible. Uh, I don't know. You put a little, like, fishing boat motor on the back of it. and Yeah, a little trolling motor. <laughs> yeah. It should be good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you got to have the people, like, full start it. <laughs> <laughs> After that, you can relax, though. I promise. <laughs> they're doing a lot they're doing a lot here in lansing like they have that new park i was just down there uh the other day at uh, thanksgiving I, would, I did the turkey trot mm. and in front of lcc they have that that new park right there along the river yeah that's nice i've been by it yeah i haven't uh like stopped to see it but i rode by it and it looked really really nice there was a ton of people there yeah um and it's 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 uh what like sensory friendly too I is suppose, it really or something like that oh. yeah it's it, it boasts something like that uh, as far as like its uh uh ability to uh, be in inclusive interesting um, so yeah I don't know though no oh, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> it is a nice park though it is and it's a nice spot like I I never imagined a park being there me neither uh, but they, it works yeah uh, so yeah good good for Lansing and they got tons of residential stuff coming down have you seen like the plans for these new buildings that are like all glass and mirrors and like apartment complexes that are like oh. like uh, I, I can't remember how tall the bougie tower is but it's like a it's like one or two floors taller than that whoa so it would be like basically the tallest building in lansing where's this at where's it's this gonna, gonna be, be? downtown like somewhere around like ottawa and capital like right by the Capitol, basically. Um, okay. Somewhere I can't. We were trying to figure it out, and I couldn't figure out where there was an open plot uh, in that area that would make sense for something this big to be in, um, without like knocking down one of those old churches that's out there. <laughs> so Don't like, do that. I, <laughs> I, know, I know that's how you get ghosts. <laughs> uh, but like, so yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't figure out exactly where it was going, but like. They have plans for like a lot of residential stuff to be um, to be built in the next literally like year. There's so many apartment buildings being built right now. It's insane. Well, it's like and the reason for that is because the um, the um, the representatives and, and stuff like that, the people working at the Capitol, they don't live here anymore. They all 
come in for session and then leave. They're not spending their money here like they used to. Do you think they're going to move to Lansing, though? Um, like downtown Lansing specifically? I don't think it's meant for them. It's just meant to get people downtown. Uh, uh, I see. You know, whoever basically can afford the the housing that, that is affordable, um, which is <laughs> another thing. But like... <laughs> Uh, you know, these are like the, the, the places that are going to have like stores on the first floor and gyms and like all this kind of so you know, amenities and like office space. There's this new hybrid thing that's, you know, big with like the office space and, and, and apartments and mm-hmm. everything all in one, like the Meyer downtown, you know, it's right. got a hotel and Meyer and then apartments. The, the thing is though, they're, they're building all these apartment complexes and they put the stores underneath mm-hmm. and then they sit empty for so long. They can. Yeah. And I've seen it like everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you look at like the new apartment buildings that the Gillespie's built down by, uh, like strange matter coffee company, Pablo's like kind of down near the East side yeah, yeah, or in the East side. Yeah. And a lot of those are empty. Yeah. And it's like, what? Like, I mean, obviously something might go in there eventually. Right. But I feel like, yeah, it would be good to have something already planned to go there before you build it. <laughs> you yeah, know, like, <laughs> like, like there's one, there's one downtown that, that just got built huge, huge complex. And uh, at one point there was literally one person living there. Whoa. Could you imagine that? Just like walking yeah. around this whole complex just by yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> it would be creepy as hell, but like cool as hell at the same time. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. <laughs> like, just like, it's just me. Like, no neighbors. Like, <laughs> fuck, man uh it'd be cool if you had like access to all the apartments you could just like <laughs> chill wherever just you float wanted. around whichever apartment you want to be in <laughs> uh but i mean yeah if, if they don't have like and that that's the thing that, that that i question that i i wonder about is like what's the occupancy like before you build it like do you have people like signed up for leases already like because like obviously the building process is something that that can uh, uh uh be delayed quite a bit uh very easily so like you know if somebody signs like a lease it starts when the construction is supposed to stop in like june but it takes them until september to finish you know what do you right. do then and like because they probably are moved out of their place and you know it's got to be it's got to be super difficult to, to figure that out well i'm wondering like if the reason why they're building so many apartment complexes is because a lot of people can't afford to buy houses right now mm and even though it's like because if you look they're also building a lot of storage complexes (laughs) there's a lot of them so many of them they're and they're continuously building them because it's the it's a fucking money like it's just it's a money grab like you build you know some fucking sheds and then charge (laughs) people hundreds of dollars a month to put their shit there like and you like what what kind of you got hardly any upkeep like because you put all of it on them through the contract, right? Like you say you're not responsible for anything, uh, and then you got a couple employees that you got to pay every day. Yeah, like you got a, 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 a camera system you got to keep up or whatever. But like, there's there's so much money in storage. Like, and then if somebody doesn't pay or they go default, then you can sell all the shit. Yeah, sell all yeah. the shit. You auction their shit <laughs> off. Yeah, literally. I was listen. I have a storage unit, and that's why I'm like, <laughs> like. so annoyed by it but like i was i was a week week behind right i've been renting this unit for i don't know 10 months paid every every month just fine i was a week behind and they they disabled my code and put a lock on my fucking unit in a week 
Whoa. And I couldn't, I had no access to it until I paid in a week. Like I, I can live in an apartment for three months like without <laughs> being like locked out. Like and then they, a week. So how long does it take for, if you go default on your payments for them to auction off your stuff? Oh God, I hope I don't get to that. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I know that like, uh, after a month, they, I think they put a lean, they'll put a lien on your, uh, um, on your stuff, which is just another bill, which is like, so we're just going to make it harder for you to get your shit back. Basically. Like, mm. <laughs> you know, you, you haven't paid a month. Your next month is, is going to, you know, compile on top of that. And then we're going to add an extra hundred dollars just, you know, Cause we're dicks basically. <laughs> I mean, my, 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 my rent went up 30% after six months. Whoa. That's insane. Right. Why would it go up? 30%. You don't sign a contract. No, you do. But they, 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 they have the, they can do whatever they want. Basically that's what their contract says. We do whatever we want and you just sign it. Wow. Cause you need a place to keep your shit. Right. That's crazy. I remember we rented before we bought the house. We had a storage unit at the U-Haul place. It was indoor. It was climate controlled. It was nice. Mm -hmm. um, it was new too. And uh, yeah, I, I don't remember having any trouble with it at mm. all. Yeah. Uh, it didn't seem like it was that expensive. I haven't had a, like a huge amount of trouble with it. It is, it, but it's like, yeah. So every they and I talked to the man, one of the managers about it. They said basically like, yeah, after your first six months, your bill is going to go up period right it's period yeah uh why uh because they got a they got a computer doing algorithms and it bases stuff on on occupancy and so demand uh, essentially yeah exactly so so like whether the students are here or not affects it a lot that's kind know, of crap like that though, right like it's it's absolute crap because like i <laughs> i rented this thing at this price it should stay that price yeah like well uh, I mean, you have to, you have to account, uh, like account for inflation. Right. So like, that's, that's one thing that's always going to be accounted in like f with like contracts and, and stuff like that is like, it, it, so he's, what he said was I got in this, like, it was a crazy time where like the inflation was being calculated and like I it was being raised like for the, after the first six months, cause that's just what happens. Uh, so it went up from a hundred dollars a month to 130 in Whoa. one month. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's not even a couple bucks. <laughs> that's like, no, it's like I said, it's 30%. That's an insane amount. Like, could you yeah. imagine like you like going from a thousand to 1300, you know, that's the same, right. like that's the same difference really. Uh, but like, it just, it just, it blew my mind. that something like I, I, I'm, looking into this because i'll be better off like renting an office space <laughs> and keeping my stuff in my office right wow. like yeah because like i can get an office space for pretty cheap uh and Where uh, at? uh and, and it can be utilized for much more like than a storage unit right? right right like i can i can do shit there i can have internet and i can like like have meetings and whatnot yeah and be professional and shit <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but and like and, and this storage unit uh uh locks their gates at 10 p it's 10, also a tax write-off too. 10 p.m what uh, an office an office space yeah yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> uh i don't think a storage unit is though so, uh no probably not no unless it's for business purposes right which like <laughs> there are some though that, that do <laughs> that there's one on the north side that rents out and like you can run an office out of them really yeah mine's like no <laughs> mine's like specifically in the contract you could not run a business out of this 
Um, Who's running a business out of a storage unit? <laughs> so like, so like, it's come it's, get a massage at my. <laughs> I mean, you could like it's 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 like I feel like they're different than like you would like think like uh, uh of and when you typically think of a storage unit, you know what I mean? Like like mm. they're they're bigger and they're like in like an they're in the, the like in the indoor space, so like they're temperature controlled and and there's like a uh, main area. I guess in between, but like, yeah, if you were to like go in like this big ass cube and then there's like, <laughs> like little signs on the doors and stuff for like the orthodontist. And oh like, my gosh. <laughs> and then there's somebody like selling bikes and like, you know, whatever, like, like get your tires changed and your oil changed and shit. Oh like, my gosh. Uh, but I, I, I don't know. Like I have no idea the logistics of those things. I just know that it does exist um but like mine is like yeah it's just basic like you can't you can you can keep shit there and you can go and you can look at it all you want <laughs> and take it out when you need but like from 10 p.m until 6 a.m i can't get in there whoa yeah they just they just disable all the codes and, and the gate won't open oh nice yeah so like so I if you're on second shift or third shift you're screwed right right yeah yeah uh which is like it's complete bullshit like like why it's it's already a locked it's already a gated community like why <laughs> if i have a code i should be able to get into my yeah unit whenever i need because like that's what, a problem i was running into was with the pedicab when i was trying to do that like if i'm out like taking people home from the bar or like transporting people between you know destinations and stuff i'm gonna i'm gonna be out past 10 every mm -hmm. night yeah and where am i supposed to put it then you know like right. that's what i got the unit for was to store my bikes and the things that i need for my for my job for my business and then you're gonna tell me like i can't access it like <laughs> so yeah, like that's that's Maybe, frustrating. Yeah, like we should negotiate. Right, like rent should be half because I can only <laughs> get to my shit half the day. Right, <laughs> that's hilarious. Hmm. Well, Jeremy, we're an hour and twenty four minutes into this. Yeah, it always goes so fast. It does. This was fun. Yeah, absolutely. It, it really did go by fast. Yeah, we definitely need to do it again before another year. Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh. Uh, I'll have like I don't know some crazy news about expanding to East Lansing or something by then. You definitely <laughs> should should expand to East Lansing. I, I I'm I've been spending a lot more time in East Lansing. I do uh, uh, Uber Eats now as well. Okay, uh, on a bike. Oh, cool. Um, uh, they they since they allow it and like uh, it's always funny like when people see me pull, <laughs> they're like you you're on a bike <laughs> and i think some of them actually like when they like on the app it shows like a bike like coming their way instead of a car or whatever you know like when you open up the right the app and you, you can see where they're at i'm like I, I figure like either that or like they just see that this car's moving really fucking slow <laughs> compared to like normal like, well they're what? probably really drunk and they're like what is what this is guy going on? pushing his car like what the fuck is happening <laughs> but you know what's funny though is like I get called out to the East Lansing uh, McDonald's on uh, whatever Grand River. Yeah, a lot, and I get there before the food's ready every single time. <laughs> so like, it's like if you're worried about like a bike taking long, like I I I am there before my food is done, and like I see a lot of dashers drivers get there twenty minutes after the food's been sitting there, like wow. stuff like that. So like like. 
And you can weave in and out of traffic a lot easier than a lot of these cars can. Yes, I can take bike paths. I can take the river trail. I can pull right up to your front door. <laughs> like, there's no need. Like, I don't got to worry about parking and none of that stuff. So, uh, so go check out the website. Cool. Yeah, that'll be in the links yeah. or in the in the show notes, I should say. Hell yeah, redbikedelivery.com. All right, cool. Well, thanks, Jeremy. This is <laughs> yeah. fun. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Thank see you. you. See everybody. <laughs>